there's our intro. Started. Yep. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> Today I'm joined by my wife, hey. soon to be wife. We call each other husband and wife because we might as well be. Um, Mackenzie is no stranger to the podcast if we go back to the early days. Right. But uh, she's been MIA. We did a little thing in Joshua Tree. Right. Got a lot of views. People like that one. Some good clips came out of it. Uh, but now we are here in the podcast studio together in our house. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. How are you doing? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be here. Happy that we're finally, like we live together, just like to give every perspective. Like we see each other all day, every day. And um, this is like my little room. This is where I like hide and like do my work and like podcast. And now she's in here with me. That's this fun. and the front porch. The front porch has been my spot lately. Yeah, um, we took took our baby to my grandma's house just so we could sit down and do this podcast. She's like, oh, I thought you guys would go on a date. Like, no, we got a pod. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're talking into the mic, boob. Yep. So let them know what's up. I mean, you became a mom. Right. We have a we have a baby, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been quite the journey for you. Yes. Probably the biggest life change ever in my life. Yeah. Even bigger than moving to Ohio with some guy yes. on TikTok. Yes. It's big. It's huge. And I've seen you grow a ton and become this beautiful person that you are now who is sleep deprived. Right. <laughs> no, it hasn't been easy, but it's been it's been amazing. I mean, just the pregnancy itself and then giving birth and it not going the way I thought it would and then postpartum and just all the hormones and now taking care of a child and not sleeping and bonding with the baby and it being amazing but also being sad and happy and all over the place it's been my greatest work so far yeah (laughs) your biggest yoga yes even bigger than having to deal with me which is a big yoga I know very true (laughs) Um, fuck, I had something I was going to say. It was something very important. Oh, yes. So there's a lot of new people listening. Who A lot of people who haven't met you haven't heard you in a podcast. Um, so let, we should, we should give them our, our, uh, TikTok story. Okay. You want to tell it? We can this both is how tell, we met. We can so, both tell it. Yeah, we haven't talked about this in a long time, and now we have a lot of time under our, Like, the last time we talked about it, we still didn't even, like, have a kid or any of that. Mm-hmm. We were just... The last time we talked about it, we were going... We were about to begin our descent. Me and her went on this crazy drive across the country mm-hmm. and with no money. It's crazy. We'll get there. Um, but, like, we, we should tell them, like, how we first met. Yes. It was 2020. <laughs> how all great stories start. <laughs> And um, Jarrett had a TikTok account and he was going viral making videos about grapes and selling mugs and (laughs) breathing and meditation, just a bunch of random stuff. But I resonated with it. I resonated with him. I felt him. So I followed him on Instagram. And I followed her back. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and 
She, Mind you, Mackenzie was not a content creator at all. No. She had never made a TikTok. No. And she had like, you know, she hadn't posted a picture in four months when she followed me on Instagram. Right. Um, but I was just drawn to her and I will forever remember your profile picture in my head. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> so cute. Um, so I followed her back and then you messaged me and you're like, hey, keep up the great work. I really mm-hmm. like your stuff. It resonates. I'm like, oh, which which parts are resonating? Mm-hmm. And you're like, psychedelics and meditation. Right. Now you get these kind of messages all the time. <laughs> yeah. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> Wiley, make sure you edit that part in good. Make sure you get that. <laughs> uh, so then we, what, like maybe a couple DMs and then you were like, yo, come to Colorado. Yeah, because I was posting about Colorado, and I mean, I just felt him from where I was, you know, where I was in Colorado, and I think you felt the same way. There was just like an electricity could feel from thousands of miles away. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you were just like commenting on how beautiful Colorado was, and I was like, come to Colorado. And you're like, really? And I'm like, yep, I'm moving into an apartment in five weeks. And he booked a flight and I assumed he'd come as friends. And I was like, I have a loft. You can stay in the loft. And <laughs> yeah, we had, we had five weeks to get to know each other, to FaceTime. And by the time he got here, we were so in love. We were already in love. I mean, it's so crazy how we just like that connect. Like you said, it was electricity, yeah. like a lightning bolt running through your chest to mine. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> oh man, and you told me that you never really hit people up. And the fact no that you messaged me no on way. your birthday. No. She's very shy. Yes. She's very shy, everybody. This was just very unlike me. I mean, hitting up someone from TikTok that I felt like, it was just very divine, the inspiration all along. So it was just very meant to be. So we talk every day and... I remember we had it all. We had this notable moment where everything shifted. Where um, I was feeling mushroomy. Right. I had indulged in some fun guy, and <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, I was out like riding my bike and all this stuff. And I and I come back, and we were like texting and all this stuff. And it was such a fun time. It's yeah. fun to talk about. And. I remember I said to you something like, what did I say? How did I word that? Um, when I was like. Is this real to you? Like, is are you serious about this? Because I could be spending my time doing music, which was his huge focus and passion at the time. And we were spending a lot of time talking, getting to know each other. And you just wanted me to confirm that. Mm. I was in it just as much as you were. And I was like, yes, you are not wasting your time. I am all fucking in. I was so sure about that. That felt so good. I remember that feeling. And I was, yeah. I'm, so I'm feeling mushroomy and we're having this. We got on FaceTime. Right. And talked for like about an hour. Yeah. And it, it, we, we went deep. Mm-hmm. We, we always went deep. We all, yeah. It was never bullshit, huh? Yeah. We're real with each other from the get. 
yeah, about everything. So genuine, yeah. I mean, I remember the first. So, so then the day comes. I finally go to Colorado, and I had never been to Colorado. You know, this was like an exciting time in my life. Like I had been at this time in my life, it was like a big turning point for me because I. I had the moment where, I mean, I had the years on the steroids mm-hmm. where that was my mask. And then I went through it with the money and the designer clothes, right? And meanwhile, like the whole time during designer clothes, I'm, you know, getting loaded on mushrooms every new and full moon. <laughs> and I'm fucking, uh, I'm, I'm having all these realizations. I'm, I'm, meta- I'm going through a metamorphosis. Right. I mean, you, when we met each other, this was like a few months after I had gone balls deep into Wim Hof mm-hmm. and I was getting in the cold lake and I was doing like 10 rounds of breathing a day. And um, so when we met, it was it was like super fun for me. And we get there and my, my great grandpa had recently died and it was a bunch of synchronicities with that. I took his shirt I was wearing. And there was a crazy moment uh, when we were there on the second day. We got a hotel room in Denver. And she was wearing the shirt. And I remember looking at her and being like, holy shit, is this real? Is this the real thing right now? Is this what happening? <laughs> and then I look at my phone. It's fucking crazy. I look at my phone and I had a friend request on Facebook from my great grandpa. While she was wearing his shirt, and I was thinking about this. And he was dead. Yeah, and he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, he died. <laughs> uh, so it was crazy. It was crazy. That first four days together was fucking crazy. I mean, we got mushroomy on the third day. Right. And cr- shit hit the fan. Yeah. Like, in a beautiful, in a beautiful way. Yeah, yeah. Way. We took cold showers every day. Every day. And you we... sucked my <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> We breathed. We, we did, did Wim, Wim Hof, Hof every, every day. day. We ate Justin's every day. Yeah. You got me hooked on Justin's. Yep. Um, and we would lay in your bed. With all the, it was like all white. and It was a big bed. Mm-hmm. So cozy. I just moved in. I was getting it all ready. I was so excited for him to come. And I Aww. wanted it to be so cozy and homey. <laughs> Little did we know. No, what? That you'd... Break the lease a day later. Yeah, the ins- <laughs> get rid of most of everything and put everything in a U-Haul and leave. Yeah, so then I leave and I cry on the plane a lot. I cried a lot. It's um, very sweet. I mean, this is the first time I've been with someone so in touch with their emotions and so real and raw. And I was like, damn. This is the real shit. Yeah. You had been numb on Adderall for 21 years or some shit. <laughs> Seriously. That's a whole nother topic we gotta get to. I know, and it's it's an interesting one now that I'm getting more and more space from it, you know, mm. in time. So yeah, I cry, and then she had never even been to Ohio, and she decided I'm breaking my lease and moving to Ohio. Yep. How fucking crazy. Because I mean, at the time I had a CBD store, and it was you know I'd opened it a year prior, and. It wasn't going so. I mean, the pandemic happened. I had to close down the store. I Shh, we can't say that on uh, the podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's just one of a business venture that I wasn't in alignment with. And when you're not in alignment with something and passionate about it, it's bound to fail. So um, when we had met and we started talking, and then after this trip, I was at a crossroads. You know, renew renew the lease and 
keep trying with my store or close it down and make it more just online and until I get rid of all the products. And I said, you know what? I'm over this. I'm meant to be in Ohio. So I closed down my store, broke my lease. And my that apartment building, the requirements for getting <laughs> out crazy. of that lease was I had to pay two months rent. <laughs> I had to stay for two months. But I mean, I didn't stay. I left like a, a month later. Um, pay two months rent and then pay two months rent to get out of it. So four months rent. Which, is Which was a lot of, and it was like fifteen hundred a month. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. I was for the. I was saving a lot of money. I was doing really well, like compared to my past financially and everything, and just felt like it wasn't. I don't know. It felt right. It was worth every penny. So it wasn't. Meanwhile, she's spending all this money to do this, and then I'm back in Ohio asking my grandma to loan me the money to get my heat turned back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jarrett was in the in the clouds for a while, and it's where he needed to be. So all the I'm thir- curious, and for the people listening, what does the clouds look like for Jarrett? What does that look like? Descri- tell them what the clouds are. Just not being involved with third dimensional things like that you need as a human to sustain a life in society the way it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Long story short, I couldn't <laughs> do anything in the real world. Yeah. I was in my apartment making music and living my life yeah. and eating apples and peanut butter right. all day, every day. Yeah. And fucking stupid ass. I can't even admit that I ate these actually on the podcast. Yeah. I was in, I was an idiot. I was an idiot at this time, and I ate vegan cookies every day. They so, were organic. They weren't vegan. They, they were, weren't vegan. No, they were, oh, they were organic. Just organic. And then I got the vegan. And then you got the vegan. Of, they weren't as good. Yeah. Fucking fuck vegan. Yeah, they were organic. Stupid. Remember when we did that shit? How much better do we feel eating meat so as the better. center of our oh, diet? Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember. Get we- a little closer. Get the mic. Pull it up on you a little. You can sit like that. Just. Yeah, we've had. Remember when we were doing the Doctor Sevy. Um, fast and eating fruit, just fruit for days. Mango. I was eating mangoes, blueberries. Felt pretty good, honestly. I think it was just getting rid of all the other bullshit that I was right, eating. Yeah. Right. V- veganism is great for three days. Yeah. Because it's it makes you realize like, oh shit, like I feel so much better when I'm not eating fucking packaged horse shit. Yeah. You know, the problem is that most people eating a quote unquote plant based diet aren't even eating raw fruits and vegetables. They're eating bullshit, fake meat and yeah. stuff in bo- granola and, you know, fucking garbage. Yeah. So. Vegan, like, bakery goods. And <sighs> it's vegan. It's still full of fucking garbage chemicals and glyphosate. Um, tell, like, how much fucking better do you feel on the how we eat? Because I think everybody who listens is familiar with kind of how I eat, the animal-based diet, yeah. meat and organs fruit raw honey raw dairy i mean so much better and me i've always been really dependent on sleep like you could say like if i didn't get eight hours of sleep you could tell the difference in my energy and mood and everything so now the past nine months i haven't slept through the night once i'm up two to six times because of my baby but and other if you know if i had a different diet 
if I was, you know, eating any other way, I would be a mess. I would be a mess. I would, I have energy to get up and I feel great. And I mean, it would be nice to sleep a little bit better, but because of this diet, I am able to function and be happy and have energy to live every day otherwise i would feel like shit yeah. i know it i mean oh. I, i've i've tried it <laughs> yeah dude i couldn't imagine that reality of you fucking wendy's and imagine that that I could be you oh my god i don't know how people i mean ju- i mean i'm not no judgment at all but i i just no judgment at all it's just you would feel so much better not eating that yeah you don't need it me i'm just in general no one does right no one does there's real quality whole foods out there yeah. they're in your grocery store yeah. and you, you know, just have to get out of the middle and i'm not necessarily like as into the science and the ingredients and all of that stuff that you are i just know i'm following your lead and i know that i want to do any and everything i can to wake up and feel fucking good i just want to feel good and i know that this is the only way that i feel good if i add any other like processed chemically chemical bullshit to my diet i feel like shit and i just can't afford to feel like shit it's just that simple so i like that i can't afford to feel like shit that's seriously like the reason why I follow this diet and I follow your lead is because it makes me feel good. <coughs> I love podcasting. I love having you in here. Comment if you think me and Mackenzie should start a at least a weekly show together. Yeah, I'll get better at this, get more comfortable. Yeah, it's all good. I've just been, you know, I've been confined to interactions with my baby for nine months. It's been, you know, very minimal adult interactions. So, yeah, even living together, you know, we still see each other all day, every day, but it's more, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we have good times. Me and Mackenzie have always had good times. So she moves in. Then we ended up moving to Cleveland because we're like, we were door dashing for a living. And Instacarting. Yeah. Because, you know, okay, the reason why I got into Instacarting was because, and it was the best thing I ever did, and it was very divine as well, because when I closed down my store and, you know, I wasn't making much money in the store and I didn't want to take money out of my business, Instacart was going it was just blowing up and everyone was using it because they didn't want to go to the stores and everything. So I started doing it and I was like, damn, like I could make good money for this. And it's fun. You just walk around a store, listen to podcasts and grocery shop for people. It's kind of like a game and to see how much money you can make. So anyways, Instacarting allowed me to move to Ohio and still make money. And then move to Cleveland and still make money. It's, it's allowed me to move and moved and live in California and Santa Barbara and make money. Thank God for Instacart and DoorDash. Yeah, so we felt confident. We got to the point where we were living in Cleveland. 
and I was all on my spiritual shit, you know, and I was like meditating all day and all this stuff. And I was, what was really, what really changed my life was we door dashed. I mean, every day for a year, six months, nine months. January to July. Yeah. Six or seven months yeah. where we lived in Lakewood and we door dashed every day. And I would just get absolutely smacked mm-hmm. on joints all day, mm-hmm. all day driving around, listening to Ram Dass right. tape after Ram Dass tape after Ram Dass tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit changed me. Like all those downloads mm-hmm. and then everything I was learning, I would go practice it in the restaurants. Like I would mm-hmm. like look into the person's eyes and I'd you know, you know. Yeah. And you practiced it with me when I went through oh, a hard time, too. Definitely. It was... Yeah. Another funny thing, that mic that's sitting in front of Mackenzie's face um, is the mic that she... That was my very first mic, and she used her credit card to get it for us when we had no money. Mm. Pretty epic. I've believed in Jarrett from day one. I've always known what he's meant to do here, and I know that it's something really big. Just know it. God told me. What's the craziest part, though? What you did before we even met. We hadn't even met. We don't even. We don't have to share this. I mean, I'll say it. We hadn't even met. We had been texting for a couple weeks, and she Venmoed me $800. To buy recording equipment because I was like, I want to be a rapper. Fucking white kid in 20, 22 years old in Ohio. She's like, yeah, I'm going to Venmo of $800. I know. I mean, looking back, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and it's, I swear, it's not something that I would do for just anyone. It's like I said, I mean, it. I was so in touch with myself at that time. I was meditating. I was, I was. Every decision I was making, because I had to make, I didn't, during the time I wasn't making logical decisions, I was making decisions from my heart and from my intuition. So I was getting as quiet as I could, and I knew that I had to follow any inspiration that came my way. And that was just part of it. And I'm grateful. I mean, I did all this shit for him in the beginning, and now I get to be a stay-at-home mom and not feel guilty about it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I put in the work. You did? Yeah. Mackenzie showed up and showed out, <laughs> dude. Mackenzie showed up. She put she put the team on her back from the moment you walked in the door. We were playing like opposite roles. Right. Like I was playing like the very feminine role and you were playing the masculine role. I mean, role. he holds such beautiful space for me. Because the last two years, I mean, I've broken down so many walls. It's been a huge huge beautiful painful metamorphosis and he's held beautiful space i mean no other man could do what he's done for me no other man (laughs) in this world i swear could have been there for me and held space in the way that he did and just has helped me grow into the best version of myself so ruby it's true that's sweet but I did keep us above water. Financially yeah. and like worldly responsibility. Yeah. Like without worked... her, no rent would have ever been paid. Yeah. And like... I was like, okay, so like car payment. 
electricity bill rent like we got to make this happen now we don't want to get behind and so so we just so then six months into this era into the you know smoke and ramdas and doordash era we decide hey we're doing van life like the inspiration just came to me i'm like we're doing van life and we would sit in this coffee shop every morning. It was called Caffeine. And we would get our coffee and we would sit there and we would talk about this life. We'd talk and about the Caffeine van. was kicking in. We're sitting at the window. I think there's still a little bit of snow on yeah. the ground. Oh, and such a good time. And we were just vibing high, talking about it. I mean, and we had no, you know, we were broke as shit. We had no reason to believe we could make this work. Guys, at this time, I'm talking broke when i say broke i mean i mean day to day <laughs> truly day to day like i would have to wake up in the morning this was a loop i was in often i would wake up in the morning have barely any gas mm -hmm. one dollar in my bank account mm -hmm. and i would have to go do a couple deliveries with my barely running out of gas, I would try to, and we lived in a part where there wasn't good deliveries. We would drive 30 yeah. minutes to a part where we were, it was hard to get good deliveries. Yeah. And I would have to wait to get a couple of, just, just to be able to, and I would just waste my whole morning doing these bullshit orders just so I could cash out fucking $20 yeah. to have put 15 in gas and like get some fucking shit. And a coffee or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I mean, the first half of the year in our relationship, I we were so invested in our relationship and getting to know each other and coming together. And during that time, you know, I was spending my entire savings, all of it. So by that time, by mid-year, so it's all, you know, it was all just money beautifully spent and I have zero regrets. Yeah, and we had fun. <laughs> We needed that time to come together and not be in the hustle bustle, mm. working constantly. I mean, guys, because shit got so real and emotional and deep and painful mm -hmm. and beautiful and just requiring our full participation. Yeah. <clears throat> we live in a world that distracts us from ourselves because mm -hmm. we're so focused on getting the job done and getting here and going there and going to the meeting and answering the emails. And if we would have been living in that world, we would have never been able to come together. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> that's like a huge thing. Like if you are fortunate enough to be able to rest mm -hmm. and take time off of work and, and that kind of thing and just focus on your fucking shit. Mm -hmm. We had to focus on our shit. Yeah. And it was fucking awesome. It was epic. It was so, and it was so worth it. Yeah. Like all of that, all the money problems, like life was still so rich and so juicy. And like we, we were going out in nature and every, we were jumping every in time. rivers in the middle of winter. Like we were just having, we were high on life. I mean, we needed to figure out rent and stuff, but if we weren't feeling, if one of us wasn't feeling it that day and we needed to take, we're like, We'll work maybe a little bit or not work at all. And let's go into the forest. Let's go ground. Let's go walk. Let's jump in the frozen lake. Yeah. 
We did it every time we took really good care of ourselves during that time. We did. And when, when with that whole fucking vegan bullshit, we were doing our best. We were trying to like that with the with what we knew at that moment. We tried it out. I'm happy we tried it so of we can course. say it doesn't work for us. What I love about you is you go all in and you want to see for yourself. So this Dr. Sebi and I, I just followed his he did, you know, all the kind of the hard work for me he figured out what the diet consisted of or what we should be eating and we'd go all in and you go all in to see if it works for you and you know you share your experience and people like he he's a dr sebi follower he that's the diet he eats that's who he is (laughs) but then you know he changes his mind he moves on to the next thing and he goes all in and i love that about you you're just figuring out what works for you and What's it like living with me? <laughs> I think, it, you know, in the beginning, he, Jared's a very creative man and he has such beautiful, brilliant ideas. And like we've, we've mentioned in the beginning, I was kind of more of the logical per. well, definitely more logical person, more... How would you say it? Um, analytical? Um, grounded, analytical. So when he would talk about these ideas, I'm like, okay, this is how we do it. Like kind of this is the plan. But then he changes his mind, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, he's try- what he's doing is he's trying on these different ideas, these different creations. He's trying it on, embodying it fully and seeing if it feels right or not. And I didn't, it took me a long, like a while to understand that about you. I'm like, but you're, you're changing your mind. I'm like, I thought we were focusing, oh, sorry, focusing on, you know, this one thing or doing this one thing. And he's like, yeah, nope, on to the, the next. next. And now. It was tough for my parents. <laughs> I just wanted to like go for you know that one idea i just wanted to support you and what you wanted to do because i I just think you're so brilliant thank you yeah and now it you know here and there i'm like okay jared but most of for most of it i'm like i'm with with it i'm with the roller coaster i told her i was doing a last minute solo trip to hawaii the other day and she was not happy that was the first time yeah that was the first time because we're getting a new car and stuff and we she wanted me to be there for that right it's a big deal it's a big deal she was not happy because i mean we had planned this hawaii trip together and we decided so something about us that we're really good at is we will plan something out make all the bookings get the car and have no problem canceling it day of or day before if it doesn't feel right i mean just like anything in life if it doesn't feel right we're not married to the fact that we put so much work into planning it or we spent money on planning it if it doesn't feel right we we drop it instantly 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 with no yeah never don't even look no regrets nothing no i love that about we're us. we are literally professional jumpers yes in every stretch of the right. imagination the jumps that we have made the the absolutely illogical make they make no sense right they make no sense not only just to other people they make no sense to us right but we were tapped into something that was right. deeper than the mind our intuition our gut the most important 
that's where you want to live. Right. Because, I mean, when we went on this, and we've talked about it before, when we, I think some of the earlier decisions were, I mean, to start when I moved to Ohio, broke a lease. I could have stayed, you know, in Colorado. You know, I had a lease there. I could have been saving up money. We could have done long distance, you know. It was a big deal to get out of this apartment. But nope made that jump when we went on this road trip we had no money i mean our plan was maybe we'd get a loan and get a van and yeah, that was the, what we save tried. save and have money yeah. and that didn't work out and jared was like if we have to leave in your lexus with a tent are you down and i was like thing in my head i was like okay well that's 100 not gonna happen we're gonna sort something out by then but i was like yes and it came down to it and we had nothing but my car and a tent. And barely any money. Barely we any. worked every day. We were like, we're going to save up. We're going to save up thousands well, we of dollars. Sold, and we sold a lot of things. Yeah, and, and we still had no money. What the fuck happened? Well, I had to pay that one last rent. Oh. The stress of all of that. Now, God. you know, I, I got so stressed about, which I think any normal person would, like, stress about. I was not stressed. I know. And, and now I don't get stressed about that. I'm, like, so detached from... Yeah, <laughs> money and the stresses around it and yeah. whatnot. What was I talking? <laughs> oh yeah, professional jumpers. So we yeah we didn't have, but yeah we just decided to go and we figured it out along the way. We made it to Colorado, then we made it to California, and the most beautiful series of events went down after that oh, that otherwise God. wouldn't have if we stayed. Could you imagine if we stayed? In Cleveland, door dashing Holy any longer. Fuck. My life would look totally different, guys. I would not be the soul of Jared that you see today on your TikTok feed. I would not be that man. I would be a shell of that human. Mm -hmm. The experiences we've had, the successes, yeah. the connections, relationships. The, I was pregnant, the, by the way. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> During... pregnant along the whole. Yeah, we're like, we're like, okay, not only. Not only are we punting any sort of safety mm -hmm. and driving across the country with no plan mm -hmm. and no money, mm -hmm. but she's also pregnant. And, and we just knew. Yeah. We just trusted. There okay. was no other Think option. Think about it. What a crazy time. I know. That was fucking savage. Yeah. And man, I mean, I started my podcast out there. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, my whole business, The we, I had this business. I still have it, but like there was a time where crazy like blowing up this year mm -hmm. where uh <laughs> you know i got these crazy i got like futuristic and mike yeah. and evan Britton and like all these guys as my clients and like our life changed you yeah. know we started going to fucking hawaii yeah. and shit you know we like we got a house mm -hmm. like we you know fucking we're buying fucking ribeyes for every yeah. meal i mean that was cool. So cool. Um, but, uh, you know, we should tell that story because it's it just so... What story? Sparkly and divine. Well, I was... You were still starting up your business and um, getting that going. And I was in Colorado and I was working and I was pregnant and, you know, just saving up some money. And we're like, okay, we got to get a house or we got to get some place to live in Sandusky. And Jarrett was looking around and someone mentioned this attic apartment but it was in downtown we're like okay that's fine i mean it's 600 bucks 
it's a tiny apartment i didn't see it he he went and saw it and it's at least some place that we can live and save money and it's downtown and we'll deal because you know we're not we didn't need we didn't think we needed you know much so we give two months rent as the deposit and Jarrett moves in for like a month he's there and back between colorado and I that get, was a stressful time i know and i get there and i'm like shit this is an attic apartment do you remember me you remember me telling you about all the um the like PTSD, my nervous system that's been coming up lately. Yeah, that gave, that just gave me a harsh thinking about that. That I, that was a big scar of nervous system overload. I mean, I was I've never been so stressed in my life. Just like actually, that's st- not true. I've been very stressed, but it was very stressful. Because I'm because you were starting just the stress of the business and getting the stress of like you know hoping i can make enough money you're out in colorado right and i mean the time is a ticking i was gonna give first eight months pregnant still working every fucking day door dashing in colorado it was madness like we we waited until the last second to get this shit figured out and then wouldn't you know yeah this whole series of events goes down and then what a month before ivy's born we get in here yeah i mean your family's like, okay, are you sure about living here? We're like, actually, I'm not sure about living here. And I, was, I remember looking, you know, I was like thinking oh, the right house is going to come. I wasn't sure about our credit. I wasn't sure how we'd get into the house. And I was like, the right house would come. Nothing was online. Like yeah. nothing was available. And then we get a call from your grandma saying there's a house for rent. Go check it out. This person didn't accept like phone... Uh, how how would how did he accept the applications? I mean, you had to like Call, you, you had, had to like get a piece in. of paper that may or may not have been at any given time in the mailbox. Right. Yeah, we kept driving by. Yeah, and uh, you had to like mail it to him. Mm-hmm. It's not online or anything. Yeah. Now we're here, and it all worked out. No, that was a crazy story. I mean, my oh my god, my nervous system like. I know. That was crazy, man. Well, we were able to get out of the apartment, get our deposit back because the guy couldn't figure out the heat and stuff. Yeah, it was such a so blessing. So I know in this, we could use all that money to get into this house, mm. this beautiful, beautiful house with acres and... Yeah, epic house. Anyways, that was our like, home. that was the time that I, that was something that happened that made me really, really, really trust in the universe and know that the universe has my back so i was like if this like if this house is meant for us it'll come i penetrated this man's heart and just in the (laughs) nick of time we swapped out of that apartment didn't even lose any money got into the most beautiful house and yeah i had full faith and trust and i felt and when you feel that way everything works out Mackenzie Hearn is the most amazing woman I've ever met. You're the most amazing man I've ever Probably met. Probably the most amazing human of all time. That's how I feel about you, boo-boo. <sighs> You're a legend. You are. So Mackenzie's going to start uh, posting on social media. Yeah. I'm going to create a new Instagram, a new TikTok. Start fresh, you know. Not sure what'll come of it, but 
excited to start fresh. Yeah. My, I've had my other Instagram since like, about 20, uh, 2010. Are you serious? Maybe junior, like 2011. That's crazy. So it's all the same people from high 12. school. Like, why are all these people from high school? Like, they don't know, know anymore. And, and Mackenzie's not as necessarily as keen to put herself out there as I am. Right. So for her, which I'm sure people can relate to this. Yeah. It's like you had all these fucking dingbats from your school following you. And yeah, you just don't want that's not the energy you're looking right. for. That's not that's not the soul tribe you're calling. Right. In. Right. Because like with the social media, we're assembling our soul tribe. Mm -hmm. And when you have a bunch of fuckers from your hometown on there, it can derail people from from posting what yeah. they really want to post. Yeah. So starting fresh is a great option. Yeah. I did that. Like I had this big fitness page. I was making a living off selling Instagram, mm -hmm. um, diet plans on Instagram, Facebook. And when I, you know, got mushroomy for the first time, I deleted all my social media. And I was just like, I got to give a break from this. And I was off it for like six months. It's crazy. And then I started the new one. So it's like all fresh. Yeah. And then the people from school, eventually, once you start getting big, then the people find you. Yeah. And then they find you again. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, can I come on your podcast? <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure you were talking shit yeah. in the bar last week. Right. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. I mean, you know, like so many people hit me up and want to be on the pod. I, I don't doubt it. Well, I know it. And we'll like be around town and people you don't even know are like, hey, I didn't know you're in town. Or hey, I like. <laughs> That's the funniest one, right? When people are like, oh, you're back? Like, you're back? You live you? here? I'm like, I live around the corner. I've been here for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? People see us to this day like and go, oh, you're back. I guess like because in this little town of Ohio, I'm like a world traveler. And so everybody like knows it's crazy. It's so, it's so weird, weird, right? I'm not, but I'm not from any place like this. I'm from Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> where nobody's fucking special. Right? Yeah, it's nobody's like, special. Yeah, but everyone knows knows about your life and what you're doing. Isn't and wild. Yeah, and you have no idea what they, who they are, what I they're doing. I don't even know their names half the time. Oh, you're back. <laughs> that has happened several times. Oh yeah. It happens a lot. Like where, where, where were you? <laughs> well, dude, these people are. I mean, people. I I don't know any. Like I don't know really anybody who's from who I grew up with that travels like us, travels like me. Like they've never been to fucking West Coast, mm -hmm. dude. Nobody in this. I mean, there's probably probably one percent of people in this town have been to California. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. This is a place where people, this, you know, it's like you're trapped. It's like you're trapped in the, like these little towns, like middle America, mm -hmm. Midwest town, you know, it's like, you're so trapped. Like you got like some bullshit job just to, just to afford to pay rent and you're living paycheck to paycheck. Right. You're not making, you know, and. So leaving town is a big deal. They, yeah. It has to be very thought out big deal oh yeah i mean people like plan a disney cruise once in their lifetime and they plan it for years you know mm -hmm. that's how i grew up 
Like it was like it's big, you know what I mean? My grandma sold her Mustang. I know it's really sweet stuff. And used all the money to take us all on a Disney cruise. It's beautiful. <laughs> Mimi's the best. Mimi, she's is an the angel. Best. That's why our that's why our daughter Ivy loves my Mimi. Yeah, she loves her. I know. There crazy. was a big group of we were at a thing the other day, and like it was like my cousin, my other cousin, my aunt, my uncle. They're all sitting there. And we set Ivy in the middle and she's just, they're all looking at her like, come here. And she's like, she's like just looking around and then Mimi runs up. Yeah. And she goes, come here, Ivy. And Ivy (laughs) sprints at her. Our little puppy. I love her little baby. (laughs) I love her. I miss her whenever I'm not with her. She's the best. It's like hanging out with Jesus all day. It's like being on mushrooms all day. It is wild. She's so... uh, She is pure bliss. She's my little buddy. Yeah. Attached to me all day, every day, all night. Imagine (laughs) a being sucking on your tit every two to three hours. Every day for nine months. Yeah, she's nine months. It's very beautiful, and I'm very grateful that I can breastfeed. But, I mean, just imagine that little being who now has teeth sucking on your nipples. And scratching you and crying in your ear. And crawling all over wild, you. I mean, dude. it's my body is hers. She owns me. <laughs> she owns me. It's wild, man. I wouldn't change it. You should Love try it. on this Turkish headscarf. I have to use the restroom. Do you? I do. Okay. I drink a lot of water before. You coming back? Yes. I'll come back. All right, everyone. Just watch the chords, Boobin. Yeah. Me and Mackenzie have so many goofy names for each other. Boobin, Boobis, Boobear, Booby, I love you. Yeah, we get... We get goofy with it. We're best buds. What an interesting podcast. We're on a vibe right now. We're on a real like chill, stoic vibe, I feel like. We're on a we're on a, a funny wave right now, huh? I feel like we're on a real like chill, stoic yeah. vibe. Stony vibe. You are. Sober Rose. We got the incense burning. <laughs> Sober Rose. What are your intentions for the rest of the year? My intentions are to really dive into my creativity. And just continue getting quiet and and hear what I'm being called to do, you know, every day. I feel like I'm the most quiet I've ever been in my life, the most present. And it's a really fun time. You know, there's not 
I mean, we're traveling and stuff, but there's, you know, not much going on, but so much going on within myself. So I'm excited to see how it plays out, how it manifests in the outside. I see it. You are evolving rapidly. It's epic. Feels epic. What do you want to know about me? The person who sees me all day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) What are your hopes for your following? What... What kind of people are you hoping to attract? And... What kind of message ultimately are you wanting to put out there? Hmm. It's a good question. That's getting refined daily. It is. Yeah. So what's the answer for today? The answer for today, because <laughs> it's subject to change. Yeah. The answer for today. Man, it's tough. It's tough because try to explain this to people i don't know if they understand like i don't think much (laughs) there's like not too much going on up here Mm -hmm. pretty present to what i'm doing Mm -hmm. so i'm just kind of like following my gut like waking up in the morning and sitting down there with nothing just going on my meme app and like being like okay what comes out how Mm -hmm. am i feeling today And I was talking about this earlier on a podcast. I feel like the reason I've been wanting to bring more people with information to the podcast is because I am not necessarily one to memorize and understand all of these details about nutrition or any of this stuff. I can get a good general understanding for myself, and it, but it's very intuitive. Right. And so I like to bring people on who can explain things better because I feel like really what mine is, and I'm not discrediting what I'm doing at all. I mean, I think it's still great and I'm happy and proud of what, what we're doing. Um, but it's more my my documentary that's being filmed scene by scene in these videos um, of my life is one of just like empowerment. I feel like, I feel like I'm almost like a scapegoat to give you permission to not give a fuck what other people think Mm -hmm. and to go do your thing because I'm constantly adapting and changing and evolving and starting a business, ending a business, starting a new one, doing all these ventures just for, just cause like I can't live in here. I can't overthink it. If I feel it, I'm going to do it instantly and I will change in a heartbeat. I will wake up one day and be like after a day, you know, I can spend all this time preparing, start it. Boom. Okay. It's saying it. Boom. Mm -hmm. On to the next. That's not whimsical. That is being tapped into your intuition. Very, very tapped in. You don't waste all this fucking time and get attached and worry about other people's expectations of you. Oh, I got to finish. Now I started. Oh, what am I about? I'm going to think, oh, but what am I doing this? I did this time and all this money. It's like, dude, who cares? Like, you know if it's right. You know if it's not right. You know. It's just a matter of getting quiet enough to hear that voice. We have so much stimulation today. We can never even quiet down and hear what's going on inside of us. That inner guide's always giving you the next step. Always. In everything. It's just our ability to listen. That's why 
I think the best way to start is like get start a meditation practice, breath work practice, start getting quiet, you know, maybe get mushroomy, get tapped in with that, with that soul, with that inner guide. And then uh, you integrate it daily. You know, you, if you get quiet daily, it's, it helps a lot. So like, if you like do like some kind of, even like a 10 minute meditation in the morning, getting quiet just for that moment in time allows you to turn down the chatter of the brain and hear what's really going on. Mm -hmm. And hence you now have a reference point for what that voice looks and sounds and feels like. So now when it's happening in your day-to-day life, even though you're at work and you're stimulated and you're stressed and you're all caffeinated, you know, you're, you go to eat that thing and then there's like, like there's that thing in your life like, no, don't eat that. And that you used to just like ignore instantly. Mm-hmm. But now you're like, oh shit, that's the thing I was feeling. Mm-hmm. That's that voice. Fuck. And then, you know, and then you still do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like shit. And then you go home and you pull up Pornhub and... That inner guide is telling you like, oh, we don't need this. We shouldn't do this. But that you, you shut that thing up so quickly. You grab your fucking cock and you just start <laughs> stroking. You don't give a f- You're like, fuck that. But now that you've tapped in with that inner voice a little bit, you're like, oh, that's you. I even ask them. I go, who is this? And I can feel it here and here. I swear to God. I swear to God. I say, I say who is this talking to me right now? And it's like, it's me. It's like, it's me. It's pretty crazy. But so you feel that, you know, and then you jack off anyway, and then you feel horrible. Because the inner guide is also not a, you know, the inner guide isn't going to sugarcoat things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the inner guide isn't going to shame you, but mm-hmm. the inner, inner guide is going to show you mm-hmm. this is how you feel. You feel that? You feel that energy? You feel it seeping away from you? You feel your mind being numbed? terrible you feel your masculinity being drained from you (laughs) the best thing i ever did for myself as a man for all the guys watching the best thing i ever did for myself was prioritize not jacking off i mean it has changed my life the moves i've been able to make Mm. the power i've been able to unlock within myself the confidence man if, if you're jacking off every day you can't do this stuff you can't feel like this. Mm-hmm. You can't feel on top of the world. You can't manifest, you know, you can't manifest shit like effectively when you're constantly draining your life force and you're, it's terrible, terrible. It's not good for you, your soul, your mind, anything. So proud of you. It's so cool. Thanks, babe. So epic. Yeah. I, I like fucking you way better. <laughs> Said me too. <laughs> so, um, just because, you know, there's been a couple of people that have come to me, what do you say to the people that are offended by your talks about the nine to five and people who have, are, who are doing the nine to five and hate their lives? are losers and you know that's the kind of language they came to me about there and they're offended and i know that's not you know, I've what you said they were losers i've never said that oh well because i know that's not what you mean in these videos and that's not the message you necessarily 
are trying to put out there. So what do you say to people who are offended? I am not trying to appeal to the masses. I am assembling my soul tribe and I'm putting out a resonance, a frequency. And do I, am I a, you know, bold Gemini that communicates in a pretty wild way a lot of times? You couldn't tell by this podcast, I'm on a whole other wave, but, um, <laughs> you know, yes. But I'm putting out a frequency, a frequency that resonates with people who are not satisfied in the material world that we live in in modern mm -hmm. society where your consciousness is being mined and you're on a ton of pills that are numbing your mind. You're eating fake food. You're doing shit you hate all day long. People don't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. People do not want that anymore, and they're looking for new ideas. They're looking for a better way. They're looking for for answers. So I'm out here testing all this shit. Mm -hmm. I'm out here testing the waters and reporting back mm -hmm. and trying. I'm not a teacher. I, you know, I, I just want to lay a big map, <clears throat> a big map that you can study. Because that's what other people have done for me, you know, that I look up to, you know, lay a map that you can apply to your own life and just give you permission to not feel like you have to participate in that bullshit. Because, you know, right. no one's making you play. Mm -hmm. Nobody's you're, you're, you'll be guilted into playing. You will, you know, your mind mm -hmm. will create all these reasons why you need to play because your dad will be upset if you don't keep that job. If you quit that job, oh, grandpa would roll in his grave. You know, all these stories about why you got to stay doing shit you hate. And then we even go further. We get we get people brainwashed into thinking like, oh, that's resilience. Like doing the shit you hate forever. Like that's like showing you're a man. Fuck that. <clears throat> that is demasculating. When somebody's telling you what to wear, when to show up, you're mm -hmm. some bullshit boss telling you what to do. You can't go to your kid's thing because you got to fucking work. That's not being a man. I mean, you know, that's, and I get it. The intent is good. And I, and there is a lot of, there's a lot to be said for somebody who provides for their family. I have a right. lot of respect for them. We're, even if they're doing shit they hate, you know, it's not that I don't respect it. I'm just saying, I know a lot of people are looking for another way. So I'm out here testing the waters right. and, and seeing what's up. You know, because for me, I can't live doing it. Like, I'm not the type of person that, like, even could get a job. I could. Like, it just could never happen. So I'm out here doing this shit because I have to. Because I fucking have to. Because I can't breathe any other way. I can't live. So what I have to say to them, I guess, is um, I don't think you're a loser. If you are happy doing what you're doing fucking more power to you i love that i just want people to be happy and healthy because it brings me a lot of pain to see how unhealthy we are as a society when i see you know 50 40 year old human beings riding around in these little scooters in kroger 400 pounds lining their cart with pop breaks my fucking heart 
that breaks my heart because what kind of existence you know what kind of existence you can't feel good like you have to take care of this temple this is your experience this body is your experience if the energy and the chemistry is not flowing properly you will not be having a good time you'll be able to put on a smile you'll be able to receive very temporary moments of like smiling <laughs> but that you're in there your your soul is in there just like crying out you can see you can see it in people's eyes or sometimes it just looks dormant like they left like the soul was like fuck this i'm out sad Well said. I think these are some good TikTok clips. I I know that's what I was thinking. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're so smart. <laughs> Where are we at? We're at an hour and one minute. It was beautiful. Thanks. I'm trying to think what else I want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> or anything you want to cover. Comment if you think Mackenzie and I should start a family channel. Daily vlogs. Imagine if we went all in for a year on daily vlogs. Let's do it. It'd be huge. We do some interesting things throughout the day. I mean, we're together all day. Yeah, because I'm working at home. Doing my thing. Working. About to get this brand deal with Harmless Harvest. They emailed me back today. No way. So, yeah, yeah. It's going to be dope. Our one addiction in life coconut is harmless water. harvest. Well, yeah, yeah coconut water. Yeah. That one is just like the best in, that we have. If around. you can't get a full coconut, yeah, yeah, it's the best. So good. Um, If you're listening to this right now, I don't know when this is going to be out. Uh, but this month, next Saturday, September 17th in Venice. Evan Britton and I are holding an event. Mackenzie will be there. My baby will be there. We're all just going to be hanging out. It's free. It's going to be super chill. And um, Evan's going to lead us through breath work. What a treat. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And everybody can just come and hang out. And um, we can talk. And you guys can can do whatever. We, you can, we can make some little videos if you guys are TikTokers or anything or Instagrammers. You going to dance? I'm not going to fucking dance, no. Like, if anybody wants to, like, do, you know, do a little thing, you know, a little, even like a little five-minute setup, you know, right. talk a little bit, you know. Content's content, you know. Yeah. Getting good content's priceless. So, um, I mean, even now, even even though this pod's not going to be out for a minute, I can take this part instantly of me talking about the event and put it on Instagram tonight. There you go. There you go. It's epic. That's going to be a lot of fun. We head to California Monday we we're supposed to go to Hawaii, but like we said, we we don't get attached to things and we can drop things quickly. And we decided to drop that plane and go in a couple months. Yeah. It's so funny how we do. Like on a whim, book flights, book, book the thing, book the Airbnb. And then literally a day later on a whim, call and cancel. All I have to say, as long as you... 
I mean, you don't have to be so, but okay. So for me, <laughs> the way that I'm able to not be attached to things and know that I'm doing the right thing and following my highest timeline is if I, for me, if I'm sober and I'm breathing, taking the time to breathe and meditate and being quiet every day, I know that whatever inspiration comes my way and whatever feels right whatever idea feels right fully in my body i know that's the right move and to make the jump but if i'm all over the place if i'm not breathing if i'm you know like drinking or smoking or you know those things it's just watching tv watching tv scrolling on tiktok all day you know my nervous system's a wreck i can't make big you know i can't jump from place like that Mm. so for anyone out there if you're wanting to jump just take the time get quiet five minutes you know as as long as you're doing that for for yourself every day you can count on yourself so that's your motto in life yeah as long as i'm doing this <laughs> i can count on myself as it's long good. as i'm sober and quiet i then, love it then i don't have to worry and question any decision i make we got to do this like weekly i don't i would love to yeah so I'll get more comfortable. Like I'm starting to get more comfortable. Yeah. And as time goes on, I'll get even more comfortable. And I want to share my journey. There's a lot going on and within this little body of mine That's and sexy mind. Little and- <laughs> body. Mackenzie's body is banging, dude. Uh, she gave birth nine months ago and looks incredible. Long distance walking. She walks like 10 miles. To the women out there. Because I'm not, I don't really like the gym or working out. I'll go to like boot camps because if I'm, as long as I'm put in a class for an hour and I just get it done, but I'm not going to go do weights and shit at the gym. But long distance walking transformed my body. (laughs) It's true. Thanks, Boogie. I've seen it. (laughs) Anything else? This is a good pod. Yeah. This is a good We'll do start. it again. Sunday. Yeah. What? Sunday. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll record again Sunday. And then we'll record in... Just getting you back on the mic is good. It feels good. Good. You were born for this. <laughs> I'm going to run your TikTok. Will you? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'll crank out videos all day. We'll start today. Okay. Okay. All right, we're going to wrap it up and uh, go get some TikToks going for Mackenzie because we're fucking blowing up out here. This is the season, boy. So no banana pancakes. What? No banana pancakes. You can make me banana pancakes while I make you a video for TikTok. Okay. We're out of maple syrup. I know. That is fucking tragic. You're going to have to go to Kroger. We're going to share these banana pancakes when we're next week, probably. Oh, I'll make them for you. You guys are going to freak over the banana pancake recipe. We get really into things and go through phases, and we're in a hardcore banana pancake phase. I'm All really you need excited. is one banana, two eggs. You see, maybe some we don't do bread. Bread is the fucking devil. Like, once you cut out bread, everybody who cuts out bread is like, oh my God, my yeah. life is so much better. Right. You're right. now clogged up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like so we don't eat any of that but banana pancakes one banana two eggs there's no harm blend it up put some blueberries put in some there. blueberries maple in it. syrup get some organic organic maple, maple syrup. syrup 
if you're feeling crazy and you're doing a cheat day, get some Justin's peanut butter cups yeah. and, and put those in there. Line the pan with butter. Oh, grass-fed butter right. all over it too. I'm ready. Say goodbye to the people. Good, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you didn't mind me being on the pod. I'd love to come back and share more of our life and what we got going on. Because what we got going on is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty. We have lots to share. Yeah, we do. And um, I think having you on board will help me share. Because every day I'm like, dude, you need to be vlogging. You need to be showing more stuff. I'm not fucking doing Let's it. Let's get me on that phone. And... She wants a new phone. We're going to get yeah, her a new phone. I don't want a new phone. Jarrett has two phones and one he doesn't use. I'm like, if you just gave me that phone. But I do use it. Okay. Yeah, I use it every day. Okay. I'm talking. To, I mean, Zach, please is contacting me on this phone. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll get you a new phone. I'm not fussed. I know. Regardless, we'll. Listen, I'm going to make the videos, dude. Yeah. So that's be on your phone. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. And I love all of you who are listening. I love you guys too. If you made it this far, you're an OG. Like, let's face it, you know, this is like, this will be like episode 38. You know, I seriously, like you're early. I seriously love all of you guys and just your support for Jarrett and what he's doing means so much to us. And very, very, very grateful for each and every one of you. Yeah. Everybody who, everybody who shares the posts, oh. who comments, who messages, messages him, oh, the buys messages his shirt, I get like warm my heart. People who buying, you're buying shirt, you're joining the Patreon, you're doing a consultation call with me. Like you guys are fucking like real ass ones. And like when this shit gets huge, I will not forget you. Right. Yeah. And the ones that have been here through, you know, Jared's going to change a lot. That's just his personality. He's going with what feels right. And sometimes he believes in one thing one day and it may change the next. And the people that don't get attached to that version of him, you're on, you're in for a really beautiful, epic journey and ride. <laughs> well said. Yeah. We'll wrap it up there. And this has been another episode of the Soul of Jare podcast. That is a funny story. I don't know if I told it on the podcast. I'll tell it real quick. <laughs> I'm staying the night with Evan Britton and his brother, <laughs> Gus Britton. <laughs> and this is my first time meeting Gus. And we're, me and Evan are sitting outside smoking a Peruvian cigar. Shamanistic tobacco um, from Peru. And we're sitting out there. And Gus comes out and I shake his hand and we meet him and, go, and he's looking me in the eyes and he's like, it was so funny. He's like, and we sit down and he goes, dude, it's like, I had this huge fantasy about who you were. <laughs> he's, he's like, I just see Evans with some exotic healer, soul of Jare. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking hilarious. I've never laughed so hard. He's like, I thought you were some exotic healer named soul of Jare. I'm like, I'm from Ohio, dude. I I mean, I'm like, it's Jarrett. <laughs> it was so funny, man. That was fucking hilarious. Gus is a great guy. Did an epic late night podcast with Gus and Evan while Evan sat there and held a little puppy. And we all smoked a cigar. And it was epic. But it'll never see the light of day. Because there was another asshole involved. And, you know, 
wouldn't share the video with me because he was in it. So whatever. Wasn't meant to be. It was a great podcast. We'll do it again. I'm going to be posting another you podcast. You wouldn't want to post it with him in it anyway. No, exactly. Um, be on the lookout, guys. I've, I don't know if you guys have seen, but I've been dropping some crazy episodes. You know, Evan Britton Part 2, classic. Maze Yoga Part 2 and 1. And Part 3, that is out if you're listening to this. Part 3 will be out. Part 3, Maze Yoga Part 3, epic. A lot of good things. Space to Grow with Justin Lovato, our little show we do. Really good. Um, recently had, uh, the other day I just posted, I had a PhD in molecular pharmacology on my podcast for two and a half hours. We talked about mushrooms and all that stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, you have a lot of pods ready to go. Yeah, I have stuff in the bank. We got Get Real Girlfriend. That that might be out by the time you're seeing this. Um, we got Jeff. Yeah. We got a two-hour one with Jeff. So, yeah, guys, just be on the lookout. I'm constantly recording. Me and Mackenzie are going to do another one. Uh, and now we're about to be out on the road for a few weeks. So lots of cool people, lots of cool things. So excited to get out there. Yeah, <laughs> some new uh, some new scenery. Uh, and some more vlogging. Some more into, like, the real life is on the way. We're going to do it. Yeah. All in. Why not? Why not? Why the fuck not? All right, guys, it's been real. We'll see you in the next episode. I love you. <laughs> love you, boobies. She's got to process what just happened. I, did, I'm, I don't feel any kind of way. I'm you not enjoy it? I, I loved it. I'm ready to do it again. Watch the court.